What's up, guys? This is Kelly, and welcome to the Ringer Podcast Network. Make sure to check out the latest addition to the Ringer lineup, Music Exists. Each week, Chris Ryan and Chuck Klosterman ask and answer questions about their love of music while exploring the role of concerts, locations, fandom, criticism, genre, lyrics, and much, much more. You can listen to new episodes of Music Exists and follow along every week for free on Spotify. All right, welcome to Against All Odds, part of the Ringer Podcast Network. Cousin Sal here, as always, with heel producer Jim Cunningham. What's happening, Jim? Not much, Sal. How are you doing? Not much. What do you mean, not much? <laughs> World's on fire, buddy. Eh. We're going to put it out right now, right? Yeah, of course. We could do that. Conference tournament week. Very exciting. Getting out of the weeds a little bit. March Madness next week. Going to tackle it, my hometown boys, my gurus of gambling, my wizards of wagering, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, the degenerate trifecta, Harry, Brother Bry, and Darren, the parlay kid. What's happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? Sal, what's up? What's going on, buddy? Well, you know, I didn't mean to snap at uh, Hill producer Jim Cunningham, but there is there is a ton going on. I can't even keep track of um, all the cancellations. I don't want to bum everyone out, but Ivy League canceled their tournament. Uh, what was Yale was named the, the champ that, that parlay kid. How about that? Those, those poor kids thinking they have one more game left or a couple more games. And then that's it. No, nothing. Just the champ goes through Yale. Yeah. Brutal. Uh, brutal overreaction, overreaction, man. I want, I, I hope it is the Mac men's and women's tournament, the big West tournament. They're going to play without fans, restricted, uh, audience. Um, but you know what? We're going to push on. We may be the only, um, entertainment out there soon enough. Cause we all do this. From our homes, Jim Cunningham, I know, is producing it from home. He's like vaping right now. He's half paying attention. <laughs> Three of us are at home. We're going to push on. We're going to give you winners to all six major conferences. We're going to r- take a ride on the Captain Morgan Riverboat Casino. We're going to give best bets. But first, I thought we could put this aside. I really did. And we did this two weeks ago. We covered this. LeBron James, Giannis, MVP run. It wasn't even a, a race four weeks ago. Then LeBron had a good game against the Pelicans. He stepped it up. Anthony Davis was out. He had a good game. Then a monster weekend. Beats the Bucks, Beats the Clippers. And all of a sudden, we're staring at Giannis. Only a minus 180 favorite. LeBron, plus 110. I don't know. Maybe it's because I have money on Giannis. And uh, I just don't like that LeBron has snuck up on everyone in four games and closed the gap. Just don't think that's how it should be. And I understand the narrative, the story, storylines, everything else. He was minus a thousand. Uh, Giannis was like three weeks ago. Now it's down to almost a pick'em, minus one eighty plus one ten. A pretty big gap. I guess. I guess Harden could still win or somebody else. But uh, parlay kid, start us off. You were the only one two weeks ago who said LeBron has a chance, or and you, you had a compelling argument. Now you're switching though. It's weird. Well, it, it kind of makes sense, Sal. I mean, I think at that time I actually said Giannis was really the MVP, but there was really mm-hmm. not. The value was kind of terrible, right? At minus a thousand or yeah. minus eight hundred, whatever he was a couple weeks ago when we did the pod. I just thought the value was terrible. Now I think the value is fantastic for Giannis at minus. What do we say? Minus one fifty. Is that where he's sitting right now? I saw one eighty. Um, you could you can get it at one fifty places. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. I think I saw it at minus one fifty today. Um, and uh, you know, like we had said or you had said at least a couple weeks ago. Uh, you know, you look at look at uh, Anthony Davis. Uh, you know, he's averaging thirty two and a half points, thirteen rebounds a game, 
over this little run that LeBron's had as well. So over this run, is he really their MVP? Um, I think now's the time to jump on Giannis. They've lost two in a row without him, which I think only helps his cause. So uh, at minus 150 now, I think he's going to come back refreshed from this injury, determined to win that award. He's going to play very strong down the stretch. Jump on him now. This is uh, as good as it's going to get. I agree with you. I think it's, uh, well, I, I hope. I don't know. As a Giannis, I, I think it should be higher. I really do. And you mentioned Anthony Davis. Everyone's talking about the weekend LeBron had. Anthony Davis averaged 31 and a half points against Milwaukee and the Clippers. And by the way, Giannis had 32, I think, that game against the Lakers. So it's not like, oh, they shut him down completely. I guess the wins obviously matter. I think the Bucks would have four losses if they had Anthony Davis. And one more thing about Anthony Davis, if you look to bet player of the year, defensive player of the year, Anthony Davis is number one and Giannis is number two. So I don't know. I'm an old school guy. I like defense. I like that he has the highest plus minus in the NBA this season, Giannis, at plus 648. And Harry, you're going to add to this. What else do you like about Giannis? Yeah, you know what? I, I agree with you guys. Look, I, I checked into the stats. I looked into these games from November 10th to January 28th. The Bucks were 35 and three during that stretch. The three losses, they lost to Dallas. The freak stats in that game, he, only, he went for 48 points and 14 uh, rebounds, and they lost by six. They lost at Philly in a game the Sixers made 21 threes, and they lost in a game at San Antonio where San Antonio made 19 threes. Uh, and if you look at the numbers, and also in that game, Giannis went for 24, 12, and eight. Um, in games this year where Giannis has led the team, the Bucks, in points, rebounds, and assists in the entire game, all three categories, 24 games he's led the team in those in points, rebounds, and assists in the game. LeBron's done that eight times for the Lakers. And you guys mentioned Anthony Davis. I, look, Anthony, meanwhile, Anthony Davis has also led the Lakers in points and rebounds in the same game 18 times, where the Freaks done it so many times. And, and uh, LeBron's done that a total of six times. So, look, the numbers are there. I mean, it, 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 did LeBron have a great weekend? I guess so. Did the Bucks and Giannis have a bad weekend? Sure. I mean, but again, I agree with the TPK. That makes a lot of sense, though, with them losing to the Suns and then losing last night uh, to Denver. Um, only makes, a makes them look even more valuable. And I think, like, the, you know, because we go over these stats every day on Lockett, and I think the Bucks now, even with that Suns loss, are like five and three without – Giannis and the Lakers are two and one without LeBron, but, and LeBron's an assist guy. I understand averaging double digit assists, but Giannis leads the NBA with 52 double doubles. The problem with me is like, I just, how a guy could dominate. He can dominate the race. He could dominate the odds for 45, 50 games. And then it just changes because, um, because of Kobe and because of everything. I don't know. I just, I think like yeah. I see, Oh, Le LeBron passed 24,000 points. People use that in their argument. As to why he should be MVP, I'm like, Giannis didn't have a shot to pass 24,000 points this weekend. All right. It just wasn't going to happen. So take that out of the equation. What, brother Bri, what am I missing? I mean, I agree with you guys. Um, the thing is, I mean, I'm hoping. So I am, ner I will say, I am very nervous. I have Giannis to win MVP at like plus 250, but I'm really nervous right now. Uh, maybe I should have hedged this thing last week, uh, like the parlay kid had said. But I, I still think Davis should take away some of the votes for LeBron. But like you said, there really is a recency bias with these awards. It's like when when the Lakers played the Bucks earlier in the season, Giannis had a huge game against them and a win at home. 
Um, it's like that game does not even count at this point, you yeah. know, based on what you hear. I mean, at Lakers, right. I mean, that was going to be a tough game regardless. But I will say I, I am a little worried, though, with the Giannis injury. I mean, it's possible all of a sudden, who knows? Maybe they're like, you know what? We're just going to – I hope they're gunning for the home court um, against the West. But I could yeah. see them being like, you know what? We're just going to sit Giannis the next two weeks, uh, really let him heal up. And at that point in time, all of a sudden, maybe the Lakers are up one or two games on the Bucks in terms of the records. And then Giannis is only playing 60 something games. And then you're like, oh, my God, LeBron's going to win this thing. So I am nervous. Uh, I still I still love Giannis. He should win. He's had the better PER, the better adjusted plus minus uh, by far in the NBA. So he should win. I don't I'm not 100 percent sure, though, it's going to happen now. All right. Yeah. I mean, I feel the same way. Now I'm I'm hundred percent sure it's not because unfortunately the parlay kid bet not only Giannis, but Ja Morant to win uh rookie Giannis to win MVP, tied it with Ja Morant to win rookie of the year. Did that this morning of all days. I said, This is gonna be the most frustrating bet you've ever made. He pointed out that the the odds were there, the value was there. I, I wish you luck, Parlay kid, but th- this is not gonna be fun Thank to root you. for. No, it won't be. I'm, but at least we'll all go down together, right? So that's right. That's good. One way or another, we're all going down together. What did Dare get uh, Zion at this morning? I mean, uh, Morant at this morning. Then what was uh, it? Minus three fifty. What was it? Minus three fifty. Three fifty. Right. That's yeah. what it was. All right. So we put those two together. Yeah, I just get you know, I, I hear like Bill Simmons and uh, Rick Buecher talk about that. You know, they have votes, and you know, like that's where the narrative is. It's this is LeBron's year. This is a a career achievement award. He hasn't won since 2013, which seems crazy. He is one of the best players in the league, if not the best, certainly over the last seven years. I offered uh, Rick Buecher $17,000 for his vote today. He said, no, he said, absolutely not. He's, he claims he has integrity. I don't know about this integrity thing with Rick Buecher. Who the hell cares? But all right, we're all saying Giannis is still going to win. He'd have to probably come back soon. I mean, this is one of those things, right? If he misses, that's what's going to be ironic about this parlay, kid. He's going to miss four games. He's going to disappear from the MVP race. And meanwhile, you got uh, Zion missed 45 games and is, is going to win as a result. So it's going to be his, some hypocrisy. I hope not. All right, let's take a quick break. You know, guys, hiring is challenging. Unless you want to hire Harry, he's never, ever working. That, then it's not as challenging. But no, really, there's one place you can go where hiring simple, fast, and smart. A place where growing businesses connect to qualified candidates. And that place is ZipRecruiter.com slash odds. Let's add that. ZipRecruiter sends your job to over 100 of the web's leading job sites. But they don't stop there with their powerful matching technology. ZipRecruiter scans thousands of resumes to find people with the right experience and invite them to apply to your job. You can even add screening questions to your job listing so you can filter candidates and focus on the best ones. ZipRecruiter is so effective that four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. And right now, to try ZipRecruiter for free, my listeners can go to ZipRecruiter.com slash odds. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash O-D-D-S. ZipRecruiter.com slash odds. It's the smartest way to hire all right let's get into these conference tournaments here some will have fans some won't by the time this airs i don't know i have a feeling there's gonna be more dropping more closed arenas first one madison square garden the mecca as gorilla monsoon used to call it host the Big East tournament uh there was a three-way tie for the regular season right villanova seton hall creighton nova goes out at plus 270 seton hall plus 290 
Creighton plus 310, Marquette plus 550, Providence plus 650, Butler 8-1. to one. Now, Nova's won three in a row. Jay Wright certainly looking to make it four in a row. I think he's got five guys who score in double figures. Uh, Parlay Kid, though, you don't think Nova's going to repeat? Yeah, so I'm going to be going with uh, Seton Hall at plus 325. They're going to be meeting the semis if all goes according to plan with uh, Nova uh, meeting Seton Hall there. Um, I think it tells you something that to win the NCAA tournament, not this tournament, but to win the NCAA tournament, the uh, the Seton Hall Pirates are 20 to 1 and Nova is 30 to 1. So I think something's telling you there that hmm. there are people that think Seton Hall is the better team. Uh, maybe just because they're the third seed and we'll have a little bit more difficult quarterfinal game that these odds change a little bit. So I still think Seton Hall is the best team in the Big East. They faltered the last few games. Uh, Miles Powell, Sal, uh, 15, 20 plus point games is arguably the best player in the conference. Mm-hmm. Last year in these three games, they made it to the finals and lost to Nova in the finals. He scored 78 points in those three games. He's back. This is going to be a revenge game for for uh, Miles Powell uh, in that semifinal game against Nova. Look for them to win that and then roll in the finals. Take Seton Hall at plus 325. Well, if you want to win that bet, just just have me bet Villanova because every time I bet them, every time I watch them, oh. they, I don't know, they're supposed to be good yeah. three-point shooters. Like I said, five guys in double figures average. Uh, doesn't happen when I'm watching. Uh, parlay kids, Seton Hall, obviously good value there at almost three to one. I also like Providence. I gave them out on lock it in at 10 to one last week, 12 and six in the conference. They've won six in a row. Check this out in the last 12 days. I think not even two weeks, Creighton, Seton Hall, Butler, Villanova, all wins. Ed Cooley's got his team ready and watch this Lawan Pipkins. He's a, he's a senior. He averages 11 a game, but 22 a game over the last four. I take Providence plus 650. Now they'll play Butler in what amounts to the, I guess the second round, there's a couple of play in games. So that'll be fun. Then the winner plays Creighton, uh, Georgetown, St. John's. Hey, Harry, you're into this stuff. Uh, Madison square garden, St. John's Georgetown, not the night game on Wednesday. Well, look, uh, not the night game, but St. John's late for a long time now, hasn't done anything in the big East tournament. Uh, even th- they're right there. They do not. They don't even get that many fans anymore. Parlay Kid probably re- realizes and knows that it's just not the same thing that it was in the '80s and early '90s with St. John's. Not even close anymore. All right, I know, but the Paul Xavier's the night game. I think. I think that's the the nine thirty game. All right, it's not a big deal. Not neither of those teams are winning. But let's go to the Big Twelve. We got six of these to cover, and I don't know Harry would want to cover like fourteen of these. Um, Big Twelve, Kansas. Little better than even odds to win this Big 12 tournament, plus 105. Baylor plus 235. Texas Tech 7 1. West Virginia 9 1. Oklahoma 13 1. Harry, you're uh, extra excited about this pick, I have a feeling. <laughs> well, I'm not taking the two favorites. No, I mean, look, Kansas is going to be a one regardless in the tournament. Baylor more than likely a two. Uh, they, they, they really can't move up or anything. Uh, and I'm going to take Texas Tech at seven to one. Remember, they were in the championship game last year. They beat Louisville by double digits on a neutral court this year and uh, lost in overtime to Kentucky and Creighton, two very good teams. So they're definitely capable. Um, the situation here with Texas Tech, though, they have uh, just recently on Saturday, they were tied with Kansas, uh, lost by four late. Uh, they lost in Lawrence to Kansas by only three. Um, 
and and they lost two very tight games to Baylor. So I think this is a situation where they're coming in actually losing four in a row, but all these games have been tight. I think that, like I said, Kansas, Baylor, it seems too easy to take one of these two teams. Uh, Baylor's been slumping lately, and those two games that uh, Texas Tech played Baylor at, they, they played, they lost to them by five, and they lost to them last Monday in overtime in Baylor. Uh, I think Texas Tech can get it done here. Don't sleep on them. Seven to one. Maybe they make a little bit of a run here. Texas Tech at 71. I like it. All right. Yeah, I'm going chalk. I'm going rock chalk, Jayhawk here. Kansas, they would play Texas Tech. In their second in the game, second round, Texas right. Tech were to get by Texas. You're right. I actually fear them if I'm Kansas more than I do. You said they played a three-point game and a four-point game. I fear them more than I would uh, Baylor at this point. And, it was like kind and, of like, yeah, and Sal, last year, I know it's last year they had Culver yeah. and everything. Texas Tech was better last year. But they did, they're not afraid of Kansas. They went in and they played Kansas last year tight in Kansas and beat them at home by 29. I just don't think this is a Kansas team that wins every year and is going to take the year off. They've only won this tournament three out of the last eight years, probably because they win the regular season tournament. They don't care as much. Um, it's a boring pick. Uh, Iowa State, not a threat. That's usually who wins this tournament or comes in second the last few years. Um, yeah, see, I think they breeze past Baylor if they get there. Dotson, Azubuike is the best inside-outside game, I think, in the country right now. And I think they get to the Big 12 crown, Bill Self. And a company. Now, Harry, hold on. For, now I'm thinking, I'm, this reminds me now. Texas Tech, this was one of your picks. Harry is going like crazy on, on the internet. I think Harry is go, going, buying into this virus. He is recording videos and retweeting himself like someone gave him a three days to live. He's very possible. He's coming up, he's playing <laughs> basketball, throwing balls against the wall. He's coming, you're coming, uh, emerging from, a, from a, a hot tub and giving picks. What's going on with you? Just trying to be creative, you know. Everyone out there gives picks and they talk and and you know all wear suits and ties. I'm not that way. I'm not that guy. I'm not. Th- I'm Harry. I do what I want. I do weird things like this, and I think it's funny and uh, people like it. <laughs> all right. Not to mention, my picks have been on fire. They have been on fire. You've been doing well. Someone mentioned though, you you come up from the hot tub, you give your picks, and then you go back on the water as if that's where you live or that's where you're retrieving your selections <laughs> or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Wasn't that, that was pretty creative? Wasn't that funny, Jim Cunningham? What do you think of all that? I have to see this video. I didn't see. Oh, it. you haven't seen it? Oh. Jim didn't see it. Oh, come on, Jim. <laughs> Somehow he's lucky enough to avoid your post. I don't know how he did. But by the way, Harry, one more thing, one more bone to pick with you. I don't mind coming out of the water. That's fun. That's all fun stuff. The tweeting when you like mention, uh, you you end your tweets with. I don't know why this drives me crazy. Just saying. That drives me absolutely yeah. up a wall. I, oh, I know a, that drives you crazy. That's yeah, I don't know why. Just saying. But I haven't done that. I've done that once. I've done that once in like the last three months. Uh, I don't know. I feel like I see it all the time. <laughs> just saying, Parlay Kid. Everyone's just saying on Twitter. Everyone's got it, 240 it's, it's characters cocky. It's cocky to just you, say. It's, very, it's cocky when you say that. It's, it's like, cocky. It's, it's unnecessary. It's arrogant. Yeah. yeah. We we know you're just saying. No one, no one, uh, no one hacked into your account, right? Apparently, Jim doesn't know I'm just saying, so I got to make sure everyone does know that I'm All just right. saying. <laughs> All right, Jim, let's figure this out. I'm going to move on. I don't know why I'm so upset by this. SEC, Kentucky plus 180, Auburn 3-1, to one, Florida plus 450, LSU plus 550, Mississippi State 13-1. to one. Brother Bry, uh, you were all over this. You're changing your pick. People are going to want to know why. Yeah, I'm changing my pick. I really wanted to take Florida here. Um they were about, yeah, I think they were plus 450. I think they've shot up to 
seven to one I've seen in some sites. I think that's because it's the likelihood of Blackshear playing. Um, if Blackshear misses misses the tournament, which seems likely at this point in time, I just don't think they can win three really tough games because Mississippi State, then they'd have to be Kentucky, then Auburn or LSU. So I don't think I really did like them with the value. Now I don't. So so I'm going chalk here. I do like Kentucky to win. Um, I will say I should preface. Um, I think I've had a couple of probably bad betting weeks in a row, you know, a couple of bad betting weeks here. And yet we haven't even reached the conference tournament championships, <laughs> which I continue every year. I don't know. I, I'm just, this is just a caveat here. I don't know if I ever make money on the conference tournaments. Um, always get killed. But the one thing I will say is Kentucky seems to be the one team. I do think there's going to be a lot of craziness coming up this weekend and the weekend after. Uh, but Kentucky seems to be the one thing you can kind of uh, hold your hats to. So uh, even though they're only plus 180, they've won four of the last five SEC tournaments. They've come into they're coming into the tournament playing really well. They've won eight of nine. It just seems like Calipari gets these guys going at the right time. I think they'll you know I didn't I didn't think watching them earlier in the year that they were that good, but they just have a lot of good pieces to them. I think they they'll make a pretty good run in the tournament too, but. And that side of the bracket, not having Florida anymore in this SEC tournament. I mean, they're going to have to beat Mississippi State, who could be tough. And then, but you're going to plus two one eighty, plus two hundred. Now you might as well take it because when they're in the finals and they're minus one sixty, minus one seventy, you're going to be like, shit, I should have taken it. Yeah, uh, Auburn won last year. Kentucky, the four previous years, Auburn beat Tennessee. That was a big upset, and they killed them. Right, they beat them by twenty. Yep. Maybe not a big upset, but. Beating him by twenty was a big. Uh, Tennessee, of course. Yeah, of course, brother Brian, you got to hold on to some money for the uh, the national championship for wrestling. That's what you got to just got to stay above water for that. You know that. But well, I'm gonna they go haven't had Auburn. any odds out yet for that. So all year long. <laughs> Thank God. Waiting, so. Thank God. Well, maybe Harry can find odds underneath his uh, hot tub next time he goes down. <laughs> Bruce Pearl's team looking at a five seed or better for Auburn. They split with Kentucky. I think they upset him in the SEC championship game. He got near Dotty. Not Daughtry, Harry. Dotty, 17 points a game. Um, Austin Wiley averages almost a double-double, so they're going to be tough. They're on the other side of the bracket from Kentucky. I think that's the Daughtry final. Daughtry had eight threes on Saturday. Eight there threes. you go. Sunday. Uh, all right, Parley Kid, back to you. We're going to go ACC. Florida State, favored 2-1. to one. Duke, plus 250. Louisville, 3-1. to one. Virginia, plus 750. And the Tar Heels, uh, I have them at 22-1, to one, although that game is going on right now and will be long gone. Um, they might be done. I think they were winning. Do we have a score on that, Harry? They're up four. They're up fourteen. Oh, they are. Okay, yeah, yeah. Ten minutes left. I had a crazy thirty-three to one Fox bet boost that uh, one hundred and sixty. Each team scores eighty plus, and uh, and so they'd I, they, we'd have to look at like three overtimes. I think at this point. But all right, so it looks like Carolina will advance. Who knows? There's ten minutes left. Um, Parlay kid, what are you thinking here? Well, my first thought, Sal, because I've kind of liked them all year, was Florida State. Uh, I just don't mm-hmm. like them being on the same side as Duke, uh, and those. So those, uh, I really didn't like the line there for that. Uh, so let's roll with Virginia. Uh, this is a team that is obviously battle tested. Uh, you know, they have a few players back from that championship team last year. Uh, terrific uh, coach and Tony Bennett. Uh, they finished up the season twenty three and seven. They're on the lower half of that bracket, which I think is a little easier than the top half of that bracket. Uh, Riding this eight-game winning streak, their defense is always top-notch, 
And in some of these type of games, that's what we're looking for is great defense. Sal, they know how to win the close ones. My goodness. Check out the scores. They've won almost all their games by two points, three points, four points, somewhere in that area. I think they squeaked this out. I think 7-1 is just as good of uh, any value that you're going to find in this ACC tournament. Yeah, Take Virginia. I agree with you. I hate to cheat the fans here, but we're, you're only going to get one pick from us on the ACC. I'm going Virginia. Also, I can't believe I'm doing this because to talk about a frustrating team, Parlay Kid, they struggle so mightily to get out of yeah. the 50s. But like you said, Tony Bennett, this is a battle-tested, tournament-ready type team. How about in the last two weeks beating Duke in Louisville, and then they took down uh, FSU the week before. So they might be clicking at the uh, right time. Diakite, 14-7 guy. Uh, Kid Clark, good good uh, point guard there. And Jay Huff is good for two blocks a game. You know, when they get it together, they're one of the toughest teams to beat. And that's why if you can get 7-1 to one or plus 750, you jump on it. Uh, Big 10, here we go. Michigan State, plus 320. Maryland, plus 450. Ohio State, 7-1. Wisconsin, 9-1. to one. Illinois, 9-1. to one. Brother Bry, who is your Big 10 pick? Yeah, I like uh, Iowa at uh, 12 to 1. Look, if you're looking for value, I would definitely look at the top side of the bracket, which I think is very wide open. The bottom's a little tougher with Michigan State and Maryland down there. But while they've not played well, they've lost three of the last four, they have wins over pretty much every good team in the conference except Michigan State, which was a game they were winning. Um, this was just a few weeks ago. So they have the best player in the conference, or at least the best score in the co- conference in Garza. But at 12 to 1, I just really like their chances. Just if you look at that side of the bracket, they have to, they'd have to beat uh, Illinois and Wisconsin. W- Illinois, they split with, but even on the road, it was a really close game. Uh, they beat Wisconsin already. Um, I don't really trust Wisconsin as the one seed. So I think there's a good chance Iowa can get to that final um, at 12 to 1. And I do think the Big Ten, especially up top, is, is very wide open. It's tough. Now, I was thinking, I was like, oh, is this going to be one of those things where we just go against Michigan State? And it's wrong. Like, they're kind of peaking the right time of the year, Izzo's team. But not necessarily. You, know, you would think he won five out of seven, five, six out of eight. No, only three out of the last seven Big Ten tournaments uh, have gone Michigan State's way. They've cut down the nets. Uh, they do their damage, obviously, in the, uh, the big one. But I'm going Maryland, plus 450. First of all, they have like three comebacks from double-digit deficits late in the uh, game. That's what I like in a team. I like seeing that they split with Michigan state who they'll probably play in the second game. Uh, Mark Turgeon's lost this opening game the last three years. I feel like they need to turn it around. And this is a year and coach Lavin, who we uh, hope to have on next week, um, whispered in my ear. He said, Maryland, that's a sleeper right there. Did we go through all of them? Did we hit all six pack 12? Oh, pack 12. Oh yeah. Harry, uh, Oregon plus one eighty, Arizona plus three fifty. Colorado plus 435, UCLA 750, Arizona State. There you go, 11 to 1. What do you like? Yeah, Oregon is definitely the best team in the conference. But, Sal, you know me. I like to see, when I see fishiness out there, I like to go the other way here. Uh, you I'm, live I'm in the t- sea. You see fishiness all the time. You, <laughs> you live underwater, right? Right, exactly. I mean, look, you, you, USC is 15 to 1, Arizona State 12 to 1, whatever, UCLA is 9 to 1. They don't have to play that extra game. Arizona does. And Arizona's the second best favorite at plus 350. A little little shady, a little crazy oh, here, I think, in go. terms of that line. So I'm going to go with Arizona. I know they've under the Wildcats have underachieved. And coming into this tournament, they've actually lost four of the last five. But I feel like if they get they just lost at home 
to Washington. They get them again. Washington has 16 losses. They'll beat them. Revenge is on their mind. USC beat them in the Pac-12 tournament last year. Get by USC. Believe it or not, I think they want to get to Oregon. I think they want to play Oregon. I think they actually want another crack at the Ducks, and I'll explain because they've lost the last five games to the Ducks they played. Three of them have been in overtime, including both this year, losing by a point in both. I think they get to Oregon. They'll be more pumped for this game. They'll be totally psyched to beat to beat Oregon, where Oregon's already probably set with their ranking in for the NCAA tournament. Arizona needs to prove a point since they haven't been playing well, and Sean Miller needs to get something going, or else he's going to be out of a job soon. I like Arizona plus 350. Like, again, I said Oregon set for them. Arizona needs this. Cats claw their way back to the Pac-12 title. <laughs> Sean Miller does something here, and they get it done. Arizona plus 350. Well, all I know is so before the video where he, he came from underneath the the uh, hot tub there, he Harry posted a video giving picks. Uh, the one before you were trashing Arizona. That's the one where you dribbled once through your leg and took a dump shot, uh, jump shot, and you were winded for the rest of the uh, the rest of the jump video. Shot. That but, was a, that was a twenty two foot three pointer that was on that trashing <laughs> trashing Arizona. You're like, oh, I should play for Arizona. They stink. That was a few days ago. Now they're going to win the tournament. With an extra game, they're going to win the Pac-12 tournament? Well, put it this way. USC has beat them twice. USC doesn't have to play the extra game. USC's 15-1 to 1 to win the conference tournament. Why is Arizona plus 350? It doesn't make any sense. You go the other way and take the Cats. All right, I'm going Oregon. I know it's chalk again. I only took two big favorites there, I think, Kansas and Oregon. I, I just love watching them play. It's Peyton Pritchard. You connect from Mars. Shoots wherever he wants. They won six of the last seven. Two wins over Harry's uh, beloved Cats. They beat UCLA, USC. They're the class of the conference. Oregon plus 180. Now, that brings us to our sponsored segment, Captain Morgan's Make Believe Riverboat Casino. Each week, the Degenerate Trifecta and I set sail tackling pretend propositions related to sports and pop culture events. The question the captain came up with, he's like, you know, cancellations all over the place. What would bum you out most, Cousin Sal? Which spring event? If canceled, would you miss most? Here are the odds. The NCAA tournament at even, the Masters at 5-2, to two, the NBA playoffs at 7-2, to two, NHL playoffs 4-1, to one, opening day in Major League Baseball 5-1, to one, or the field at 3-1. to one. I'm going to start with you, Brother Bry. What would you miss most? Oh, oh this, this, to me, this is really easy. This, this is definitely the NCAA tournament. Look, it gets us through the tough stretch of the winter even though we've had kind of a mild winter, it, it gets it leads us into spring. We get back to back phenomenal Thursdays through Sundays. Um, I was like, like the NBA would be tough to not have the playoffs, but that first round of the playoffs, I don't really care about. Um, I really only care about maybe the conference championships and the finals. Um, but uh, to me, and I will say, even with this NCAA tournament, it's going to get me through this coronavirus. That's for sure. That's going to yeah. it's it's the one thing that's going to get me through this, uh, whether or not they have people in the stands for those games. So uh, to me, it's very easy. Well, yeah. Yeah. Especially if we're all have to stay home for whatever reason. Yeah. One Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you got the same deal the next week. Then you got two games Saturday and one Monday. But yeah, you got your brackets. You're looking at your brackets. You're looking at your bets. It's the best. I bet my house. I put my house up for grabs. I'm going to do that again this week, uh, this year, uh, for anyone who can complete a perfect bracket. And uh, it's a lot of fun to watch. And yeah, I would miss that if uh, it was gone. Uh, that's my pick as well. Parley Kid, you're going a different way. Well, Sal, I think I'm going to be flip flopping here, Sal. I know I didn't let you know this, but oh. uh, first of all, one, <laughs> even if the games continue, how, 
how uh, crazy would it be to play with no crowd? I'm very interested to see how that all works out. But let's just say if we had to live without one, my first instinct was to say the NHL playoffs. Because, you know, but right now, my New York Islanders are not in the playoffs. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to skip that. Then my second feeling was, let's take the field and take the NCAA wrestling tournament. So, you know, brother Brian and I are huge NCAA wrestling fans. And these guys work harder than any other athletes in the NCAA. And for them to not have their shot at getting on that podium for All-American status would be a killer. But, Sal, two words. We're supposed to go to it there. Flyers. Dayton Flyers. I can't. I couldn't live without the NCAA tournament this year. Yeah, not this year. Flyers, Sal. I mean, they're going to be a one seed, at worst, a two seed. Uh, what great basketball they're playing. Anthony Grant, coach of the year. Uh, Obi Toppin's going to be player of the year. What's left, Sal? The NCAA title. Go Dayton. Yep. All right. Might be a clean sweep. I don't know what Harry's going to say. By the way, Parley Kid, I put on Lock It In. Big bet. I made uh, Dayton wins the A-10 because they went, they went through Rhode Island. I don't, I don't see anyone stopping them in the next couple weeks at least. I put them with Liverpool over Atletico Madrid tomorrow. So everyone root for that. They're getting half a goal. Um, <laughs> Harry, I'm so sorry I didn't put the XFL on this. I hope you weren't insulted, but you could you could pick that for field if you want. No, you know I, I know uh, you know halfway through the season I give the league a, I give the league a B minus. But no, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna pass on all that. Listen, I grew up watching football and watching golf. I watch golf with my dad all the time. For me, it's the Masters at five to two. Um, apparently the very underpaid Jim Nance says it best about Augusta (laughs) national when he says a tradition unlike any other. And it truly is. No one wants to win a golf event or any event possibly in sports more than the masters. Uh, the course is beyond gorgeous. And even if you're down the back nine, especially the par five holes at 13 and 15 are very possible. Eagle holes makes everything dramatic. Uh, so for me, the masters, um, with the NCAA, a slight second, but it's the Masters for me at five to two. I would like, first of all, the Masters is four days. Everything else, everything on the slate that we just mentioned is between like 11 and 35 days. So I don't know. I don't know why you, you missed one. Four, four days turn, but... is perfect for the Masters. Perfect drama. All right. I say three is perfect. I Sometimes one is perfect. The way I bet it, I might have a different approach on some of these if I bet them a different way, but I feel like I always lose a who will make the cut parlay in the Masters the first day. And, you know, being on the West Coast, I wake up to someone like Dustin Johnson plus four and it's like, all right, that's it. I'm done with that. So then I just have to watch Root Against Tiger the whole time because I'm an idiot. But uh, uh, and the other thing is the hockey playoffs. Uh, it's, I'm just not built for me. I can't see the one seeds going out in the first round. It happened twice last year. I think a two seed went down too. But uh, you guys like it better than me. I just some of these I should just not bet. Um, all right, let's uh, take a break for a quick ad. All right, hey guys, it's allergy season, and you know what that means: sneezing, watery eyes, runny nose, the work. So head to the pharmacy in search of relief, but research shows that 80% of allergy sufferers fail to select the best medication off the shelf to treat their symptoms. On the flip side, you could end up spending forever in a specialist waiting room or trying to get an appointment and get prescription treatment. Our friends at Roman are now offering prescription allergy relief delivered right to your door. That's great. Roman takes the guessing game out of finding the right allergy treatment. You pick up your phone or your laptop and complete a free online visit with a U.S. licensed physician, and they'll develop a personalized allergy treatment plan that works just for you. All 
of Roman's allergy treatment options were hand-selected by their board-certified ENT, so you know you're getting expert recommendations. And speaking of the pharmacy, don't even go there. Roman's Pharmacy will ship your medication directly to your door with free two-day shipping. You also get free, unlimited follow-ups with your doctor anytime you have questions or want to talk about adjusting your treatment plan. With Roman, there are no commitments and you can cancel anytime. Stop wandering aimlessly through the allergy treatment aisle at the pharmacy. Go to GetRoman.com slash Sal for a free online visit today. That's GetRoman.com slash Sal. Eligibility, requirements, and additional terms apply. There you go. All right. It's time. Sharp Tank. Now, the papers, the media, the press, the fake news will have you believe that these guys went 3-0. and And technically, they did. They went 3-0 and last week. Uh, Parlay Kid, who did you have? Dayton Flyers, Sal. Uh, to cover the spread which Harry said at about, uh, what was it, minus 16 and a half. But we knew it could go up to 20, which it did. They still won by 25 plus. So easy one. Yes, this was the first Harry controversy we're going to discuss right now. Harry said it was 16 or 16 and a half. It went up to 21, settled at 20 at game time. Like, oh, geez, I know this is going to fall at 18. I know now we're not going to know how to grade it for our listeners who really just really swear by our picks. But no, you're right. Parlay kid, boy, they went out. They must have gone on like a, a 35 to five run or something at the end. Yeah, to it was something that. like that. Parlay kid was a winner. Brother Bry, what did you have? You picked a winner as well. Yeah, I had uh, the Yona, the Jacek uh, Zhang fight to go uh, the distance um, Great at even money. Fantastic fight. One of the best fights you'll ever see. Um, my God, though, Joanna, what a warrior in there. It's funny. I always, something about her always bothered me, uh, for as great as she was. I was always a bigger Rose fan recently, mm-hmm. but my God, she, she earned my respect in that fight. I mean, the fact that she stayed around to do the interview was just amazing with that Frankenstein head of hers. Yeah. It's just, uh, I can't, be- I can't believe it. How tough she could be. I'm just, I'm shocked. I was worried during the fight. I was like, for as well as she was fighting and that, it was could have gone either way. I thought the doctor was just going to stop it, like her head was just going to explode. Uh, you know, so yeah, I don't um, know how much three D your head needs to become before a doctor st- stops it. I mean that that was really like <laughs> that looked like an old nineteen eighties uh, TV set. How how thick the the back was, and honestly, now what is like five days later? I bet I bet it still looks grotesque. I mean, it was so far out uh, there. I'm sure. I'm sure. I mean, Darren and I went to uh, well, at least I did. I, maybe Darren didn't go. I remember seeing the Haseem Rockman uh, Holyfield fight in Atlantic City, and Rockman got—I don't know if it was from a headbutt—he got this giant hematoma on his head that was just ridiculous. It was just like a something a baseball was out of his head, but it wasn't even close to this. And I thought that was disgusting. This was this was just crazy. Yeah, great fight though. The be- one of the best, if not the best, uh, female fight I've seen, and really up there in the, the tops of uh, any UFC card or MMA. Fight. All right, now, Harry, let's get to you. Now, you've done this to us so many times. You pick a golfer to finish top 10, top 5, top 20, and they almost always tie for that, in which case you get you have to split the money. Who did you, who did you have last week? I had it plus 115 at the Arnold Palmer Invitational in Orlando. I had Rory McIlroy uh, to finish in the top five, and he finished tied for fifth. And so you end up getting basically like – place money on a one to five horse that comes in for, you know what I mean? Right. So when, when you split that, you get nothing, right? Well, it still doesn't go down as an L it still goes down as a win, but still, yeah, it's, it's still kind of brutal because 
Uh, you got to split it that way. And he was great. Uh, again, it's always the same thing with Rory. Great on Thursday. Uh, very good on Friday. And then on the weekends, he just sort of crumbles. Uh, he had uh, two double bogeys on Sunday for a while. I thought he wasn't even at one point he got hit dropped to ninth and he probably he would have finished sixth if uh, just before him, Danny Lee doesn't miss a three foot putt. Uh, he would have finished sixth. So very lucky and fortunate for him to even be in the top five. I think you so look, there's a solution there on Sundays. Bet him. I think it was 71 and a half was his uh, round four over on there. Just bet the over there for Rory. He does this to us all the time, but you're bouncing right back. You're doing it to us. Another golf pick. Yeah, I'm going to go to the TPC Sawgrass. A lot of a lot of people like to mention this as the fifth major. I'm going to uh, I'm going to take Tommy Fleetwood at minus 110 to finish in the top 20. Look, uh, he's ranked 10th in the world. He finished in third two weeks ago at the Honda Classic. He finished fifth at Sawgrass last year. And in 2018, he was seventh there. Uh, he's got four top 25s and six events played the season. Uh, he actually missed the cut last week, so I'm looking for a solid bounce-back performance out of Tommy Fleetwood. Uh, top 20, minus 110 at Sawgrass. All right, I just saw odds that Tommy Fleetwood would tie for 20th with a dozen other guys, minus 3,500. So I'm going to jump on that. 3,500, uh, that's all it? All right, Parley Kid, say it ain't so. You're going golf too? Yes, yeah, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to one-up Harry here. Um, with with my pick, and I think I actually have a, a much better pick than Harry. Way out of your I'm league taking... here, Parlay Kid. You're way out yeah, of your man. league. <laughs> Listen, all you gotta do is tie, may... Parlay Kid. That's true, and we know. Any time I've ever bet golf, any winning golf bet I have usually involves a golfer by the name of Webb Simpson. It's true, uh, and that's who I'm taking in the same tournament, the Players Championship, to finish top twenty, even money. Does a you know so what is Fleetwood Harry minus one ten? Right, yes. So Simpson, even money here. I love betting him. He's Mister Consistent. He won this event two years ago with a four stroke victory. Uh, this course fits him very well. Uh, he hasn't finished worse than sixteenth in his last three visits here. Uh, he's been on fire this year, winning the Phoenix Open. Harry, were you there? Uh -huh. Were you there? Okay. I was actually I was I was walking in when he when the place went nuts when he hit because he had a hole in one there. The place went crazy. I was walking in when he had a hole in one. There you go. <laughs> and he's notched five top tens in his first six starts this year. We're just asking for a top 20 at even odds. Take Webb Simpson top 20 even money. All right. Now, listen, if the gambling gods have any sense of humor Sunday afternoon. Webb Simpson will be 20. Fleetwood will be 21. Let's see 18th hole. Let's do it. Let's see them battle it out. That'll be fun. Brother Bry, please tell me you're not picking golf. Uh, no, I will go back to UFC. Uh, the card this weekend is in Brazil. Um, not, I, I don't love a lot of things, so I'm gonna. what I'm going to go with is I'm going to take the fight that I think is going to be the most exciting, the most exciting fighter. I'm going to take uh, Johnny Walker over Nikita Krylov. Um, not great odds, but at minus 145, I think, like I said, I think it's going to be the most exciting fight uh, on the card. Walker, after getting stopped to Corey Anderson, the last fight in the first round, I think he's going to be more focused in this one. I think just watching Krylov a few times, I think he's going to come forward and willing to trade with Walker, which is definitely going to be a mistake. Um, and I think he gets knocked out early. I haven't seen any odds yet on over-unders. I'm sure the over-under is set. Uh, you probably have to lay... 
um, you know, minus a decent amount for the under one and a half. But I think this ends up being a pretty quick one and a Walker, uh, a Walker KO, but minus 145 just for the win. Well, I got to say, I think we get. Yeah, let's let the parlay kid and Harry battle it out, like I said. And I'm going to jump on with you, Brother Bry, because Johnny Walker, a Diageo product, just like uh, just like our very own Captain Morgan. So let's do it. Let's go, Johnny Walker. Spend the weekend with Johnny Walker. That is my Sharp Tank pick. Jim Cunningham, you don't have a pick, right? But you have an email and you have a... Uh, uh, no, you don't have to give an email, but <laughs> what's your Twitter handle? It's Jim Cunningham and the eyes are ones. You doing anything this weekend? No, probably not. Just hang out. Jim, I sent you the video of the uh, hot tub. Yeah, I, I just saw it. It's disturbing. Harry, what about you? What What are you going to be doing? What's What's a very special video we're going to see from you? I'm still debating. Uh, maybe it's hiking. crawl through the sewer or something. Uh, yeah, maybe it's going to be hiking. I'm going to do something else. We'll figure it out. Uh, it's raining. It's supposed to rain the next three, four days here in Phoenix, uh, Scottsdale. So uh, I'm going to have to mm-hmm. figure something out. Just going to watch a lot. I'm going to definitely watch the golf this weekend. Maybe take in a baseball game on Saturday. Uh, spring training still here. So I don't know, nothing major. Why don't you ride a horse? Why don't you have like Ken rent you a horse or something and ride off into the sunset and give a pick? I think that'd be nice. <laughs> that would be nice. That would <laughs> right. be nice. I don't know. We'll see. At AAO Harry, Brother Bry. What's going on? Your brother, Brian, you're going to, uh, I'm going to say like a fifth grade girls basketball game that's 40 miles from you and you don't know anyone playing in it. <laughs> well, it's funny. I mean, that sounds exactly what I would do. Uh, I probably will be going to my nephew's playoff game who's in seventh grade, probably somewhere far out east. But I will say I was planning on going to some uh, Long Island championship basketball games, some high school championship for girls and boys basketball. But uh, they've been changing locations now because of the coronavirus. They're changing days. I'm hearing they're not going to let fans into that anyway. So it looks like I will be uh, just staying home watching conference championships. All right. Listen, listen as I'm going to make a promise. As long as we have uh, batteries and uh, recording devices and, uh, oh, we're fine. and, and a phone, you're, you're going to hear from us. I don't know if we'll have any sports to report on, but um, you will hear from us. We'll figure it all out. Parley Kid, what about you? Uh, so let's see. Um, I, I my my team won the CYO championship this weekend. There you go. So that was that was a nice little thing. And I'm coaching middle school wrestling right now. So can you believe that with everything going on, right? Like middle school wrestling, which is probably like on like what what what's pri- what what kind of priority is that for anybody right now? Um, and it might have a very good team. Can you believe that we're still wrestling amongst this whole uh coronavirus wow. thing like nobody's saying a thing it's so i like it because i think it's overhyped <laughs> but at this at the same time i, I can't believe that, that, that of anything wouldn't that be the first thing you think they would cancel is like high middle school, school wrestling wrestling uh, high school middle school it's, it's a it's technically a contact sport right oh <laughs> absolutely it's crazy <laughs> bodily fluids being exchanged uh you know what? it is it's crazy right but I'm not, re- I'm not the one wrestling. Uh, so, but then again, um, you know, there's a lot of uh, germs being exchanged, but yeah, it's a little crazy. I'm loving it. Cause I got an undefeated team. So I want to keep it rolling. It's, it's great, but yeah, it is a little mysterious with all the hoopla surrounding it that we're still going, but, um, uh, and they might cancel like NCAA basketball, but yeah, it's all good. Nuts. It's all good. That is really crazy. Maybe, uh, yeah, at least make the NCAA players wear singlets or something. Uh, you're at the Chalk Talker, right? You're still at there? At the Chalk Talker. 
Rams. Yep, there you at go. the Chalk Talk. Harry, you wanted to add something, right? I'm very, very happy and excited to announce that, Sal, I appreciate you coming on to my show, bestbackcorner.com. You can catch it uh, at that site. Uh, you're going to be on my show next week. We're going to break down some games. We're going to talk about, I think maybe we should talk about history of how uh, how me and you met and everything. I think that'd be fun for the listeners. And uh, and uh, just, again, talk about a lot of these games. That'd be great. Oh, shit. Did I, I, I agree to that? I guess I did. Yeah. Sort of. <laughs> Uh, all right, <laughs> that'll, that'll do it for another episode of Against All Odds with Cousin Sal. Watch me on Lock It In Monday through Friday, FS1, 4.30 to 5.30 Eastern, Jimmy Kimmel Live, 11.35 tonight, every weeknight on ABC. That's that for the Degenerate Trifecta. Heel producer Jim Cunningham, I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping. Na, na, na.